Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's fire up the worryometer and talk bullpens next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome in to FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Wednesday, April 20th. I am Frank Stample, joined by Scott White. And it was a night of firsts for Garrett Cole. The shortest outing of his career. He did not escape the second inning against the Tigers. And he also walked in a run for the first time in his career. Scott threw three starts. Garrett Cole has a 6.35 ERA and a 1.41 whip. What is your worryometer on Garrett Cole? It's on a scale of 1 to 10, probably only like a 2. I mean, obviously, I'd rather him get off to a great start, but the the things we worry about most in a small sample, like velocity, spin rate, uh, they seem fine. And of course, there's the universal excuse of the shortened spring training. I mean, spring training is as long as it is, mainly for the starting pitchers, and it was only half as long this year. And I think it's telling that not only is Cole struggling here out of the gate, but I, I would say like half of the top 20 starting pitchers, like there have been very few aces that have actually looked like aces in the early going. And, and the short and spring may have something to do with it. Plus just the variance of baseball, right? Over a three-start sample, basically anything can happen to anyone. But I don't see obvious warning signs for Cole. It's a cold day in Detroit and he was uncharacteristically wild. Not really worried. All right, let's talk about Tyler McGill and Jesus Lazardo. A couple of young starting pitchers that we're excited about. Tyler McGill allowed four runs over six innings, but I think more concerning was the fastball velocity being down 1.6 miles per hour. Uh, Scott, your worryometer level on Tyler McGill. I'll go. I'll go only like three or four with him. Not particularly worried. I think he deserves a mulligan. It was a cold day uh, where, where the Mets and Giants were playing too. In New York, and velocity was it was a double header, and three of the four pitchers, Max Scherzer and uh, and Logan Webb being the other two, so more established guys than Tyler McGill. Their their velocity was similarly down, about a mile per hour and a half. And so when you have three pitchers in the same conditions who are all impacted similarly, it gives you a pretty good idea what was going on. And I think. We shouldn't say, oh, those McGill, those those velocity gains for McGill in his first two starts were were fake based on them being back down at this third start. Well, how about Jesus Lazardo, who got hit around here against the Cardinals? He went four and a third. He gave up five runs on seven hits and just didn't look as good as he did in his first start when he had 12 strikeouts in that game. Scott, uh, worryometer level on Jesus Lazardo in this one? Maybe like four. I mean, obviously. We we went in pretty hard with him after that first start. It was so impressive after a big spring, and the velocity was up, and the pitch mix was better for a guy. You know, he's fading the fastball when it hadn't been a great pitch for him in the fa- in the past, and and that it was still the case in this start. Velocity was still up, still threw a ton of curveballs relative to the fastball. 
So I think good trends still for Jesus Lazardo. But this start is a reminder that he's he's unproven and and he's still he's still learning how to maximize the impressive arsenal that he has. And and there could be some ups and downs with him, even if it is a good year overall. It's also just possible that a good pitcher had a bad start. Of course, that's that happens to every pitcher on occasion. But because Luzardo isn't that proven, uh, it's it's reasonable to maybe dial back the enthusiasm just a little and, and not presume he's going to be an ace for you going forward. All right, let's talk bullpen, Scotty. Josh Dalmont picked up a, another save on Tuesday, his second of the season. That was with Scott Barlow, his teammate, pitching in the eighth inning. Uh, Scott Barlow is over 80% rostered on CBS. Would you actually drop him for Josh Stalmont, who's only 18% rostered? Yeah, if it came to it, obviously in leagues where saves are scarce and anybody who looks like a new save source gets big fab dollars thrown at him, you can't afford to drop Barlow yet. But I was hopeful when Stalmont got that save over the weekend that it, it meant Mike Matheny just preferred him as a closer. Stalmont throws... 100 miles per hour. Apparently he had some uh, endurance issues last year related to, to COVID. They couldn't rely on him often enough to make him the closer, but it's maybe that's who Matheny wanted in the role all along. And I think there was a clear indication in this, uh, in this latest outing because Scott Barlow set up for him again and he faced the bottom of the order. So it wasn't the higher leverage situation. Stalmont faced the, the, the tougher part of the order and was still called in, still called on in the ninth. And frankly, Stalmont just looks awesome. He's like pumping yeah. 100 miles per hour. He's, yeah. he's looked really good so far. Not that Scott Barlow hasn't, but uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I think Stalmont is the guy for now. I would make that swap as well. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. Bye-bye. Okay. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper the better. Because my all new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.